Jesus. We give you the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you the glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you glory, we give you honor, we magnify you, O Lord. We thank you, God. We give you the glory. We give you the glory. We give you the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you glory. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. We give you glory. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We magnify your name, O God. We magnify your Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We glorify you. We glorify you. Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, 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 thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, we give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, hallelujah, we give you praise, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord, hallelujah, let's give him praise, let's give him honor, let's magnify him, magnify him, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, we thank you, Lord. 
study on this evening. I am Lady Apostle. Thank you for joining Sewer International Outreach Network. And you are in our biblical um, studies as we're going to be talking for the next um, month or month and a half, depending on however um, the Lord moves us, um, dealing with um, destroying um, strongholds within our lives, within our family and ministry, our business within ourselves, amen, but before we get started, what I want to do is I want to cover us as we begin to go into a place where a lot of times if you're not um, wise in those areas, or not just being wise, but, you know, spiritually sound, the enemy always tries to come in and try to take away what the Lord is about to give, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to release the blood of Jesus over every listener on this line, those that are listening to us live, those that are in person, 
however you are coming to hear the word of the Lord, I want to release the power of the blood of Jesus. And as I release the power of the blood of Jesus, I just need you to touch and agree with us, amen, as we're going to be covered. We're doing at the end of each teaching. We're going to start in the beginning of each teaching, seeing the blood, and we're going to close each teaching by closing every hedge and every breach in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. So everything that the Holy Spirit began to release and download into our spirit, because we are behind the hedge and protection of our Lord Jesus Christ, that means that the enemy won't be able to come through any foothold, toehold, or whatever stronghold that he would try to come in, because we're going to talk about all those ways the enemy will come in. So let's go before the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, I rebuke and cast out all spirits of torment and fear, because we have peace through the blood of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, we receive the benefits of your covenant through the blood of Jesus Christ. And we receive right now um, the ability to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us on this evening, this afternoon, this morning, whatever time of day we're in. And we receive healing and health through the blood of Jesus Christ. We receive abundance in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of your word, O God, as you release your word through the word of God. We receive the truth of your word through the Bible, in the name of Jesus. And even as we're receiving throughout this whole series, we receive deliverance through the blood of Jesus Christ. However the Spirit of the Lord began to deal with us, let us receive, hallelujah, um, total healing, total wholeness, and receive deliverance through the blood of Jesus. And we receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit and the anointing through the blood of Jesus, because the blood of Jesus Christ bear witness to our deliverance and our salvation in the mighty name of Jesus. And we plead the blood of Jesus, cleanse us in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, from all of our sins, our iniquities, our transgressions, through the blood of Jesus. Jesus Christ, thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. We resist unto the blood and your blood that gives us victory. We resist any demonic powers or any demonic darkness or diabolical plan from the enemy right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And we plead the blood of Jesus over ourselves in the mighty name of Jesus. We rebuke and cast out all spirit that would try to come to make us feel guilty, have condemnation, shame, or not believe what the Spirit of the Lord is about to speak to us through these tears, through the blood of Jesus. We, re we destroy the power right now of darkness in the mighty name of Jesus that relinquish sin and iniquity in our life through the blood of Jesus Christ. Our heart is now sprinkled with the blood of Jesus Christ and every evil practice in the mighty name of Jesus. And we rebuke Satan, the accuser of the brother, and we remind him he is a defeated foe through the blood of Jesus Christ. And we command all of our accusers to depart from us so that our ears will hear what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to us through the blood of Jesus. And we rebuke and cast out every spirit that would try to slander us and accuse us in the mighty name of Jesus about what it is that the Lord God has spoken to us, the truth. We will not hear no more lies. And right now, through the blood of Jesus, we release the voice of the blood of Jesus against every demonic plan of the enemy, every demon, every evil spirit that would try to accuse or condemn us or, or, or try to hold us 
in a mighty name of Jesus. We break free right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And as we go forth to listen what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us, we're closing up every and any breach in our life that would give Satan or any of his demons or spirits access in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah and glory to God. Hallelujah, amen, and glory to God. Hallelujah. We're going to go ahead and get started. May God bless everybody. Increase me, O oh God, that you may increase. Holy Spirit, speak through your service so that the people will receive what the Lord of God, what the Lord God had for them in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, we just thank you right now for your prophetic word that is going forth. And Lord God, give us ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us in Jesus' name. Amen and glory to God. God bless everybody. Amen. Again, we're talking about destroying strongholds. Amen. Diabolical plans of the enemy within our walls. Hallelujah. So as we're talking about destroying strongholds, we're talking about not just strongholds, but we're talking about footholds and toeholds that Satan creates in the life of the believer and sons of God illegally. So that's why we're going to talk and we're going to talk about five access codes Satan gained interest through into our lives. The Lord God is about to speak to you so that you can know how to close up every gateway that would allow Satan to come in and, re and continue to hold you bound because the Lord God is about to speak to us and give us truth in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, so in, in this series, we're going to be discussing several things as the Holy Spirit give it to me. Um, I'm going to release it out, but we're going to be talking about family and generational curses. We're going to be talking about soul ties and unyoked relationships um, that deals with um, fornication, adultery, that deals with being out of the hedge of protection and out of God's will. We're going to be talking about deception, which deals with offenses and gossip and sowing discord, which is more of the accuser of the brethren of the enemy trying to actually let his um, weaponry go forth in our life. That is one of his, of his weaponry, um, deception. And then we're going to talk about unyielded areas. The unyielded areas deals with disobedience and deals with rebellion. It deals with stubbornness. And then we're going to talk about transfer control, how uh, manipulation and adultery, um, excuse me, idolatry and pride and arrogance and, and all these things um, how they're transferred and how it controls a believer, amen. So we got to beware of three of Satan's tactics, his holds, strongholds, toeholds, and footholds, amen. The Bible reminds us in John 10 and 10, amen, Satan comes to rob, kill, and destroy. So he generally starts his path to destruction with a simple toehold, amen. In the book of Ephesians 4 and 12, and don't give the devil a foothold, amen? And so it means simply don't put him close to the table. You will partake from, amen? But without knowing, we give the devil access freely through one of the main things we give him is rebellious, amen? Disobedience, sexual perversion. Come on, just a lot of different things that gives him that access, amen, which manifests into strongholds, amen. And strongholds deals in different diversities, inclusions, and tolerance, amen. 
And secondly, these toeholds and footholds are now the manifestation of Satan's stronghold within the people, within us as the people of God. Amen. So now we have to understand to know how do we free ourselves um, from these strongholds and how can we identify strongholds. Matter of fact, what is strongholds? Amen. Well, where do strongholds come from? You know, a lot of times we, we look at TV and we listen to music and we're in different environments and different places. Don't you know that strongholds, you take on strongholds being in the wrong place? Amen. Because strongholds have given us to become our own problem solver without a creator, meaning God Almighty, who has sustained us and who created all things. We go to every other source but God. And when we're going to every other source but God, that's when the enemy, Satan, can release his strongholds onto us. See, Satan also has a stronghold in areas that I just mentioned. He definitely have a stronghold in the entertainment industry, in the marketplace industry, in education and other few, um, excuse me, fears of culture, amen, even our jobs, even the places that we go, even some churches, amen. I'm just saying, when you look in the, um, the, the word of God, Isaiah 96, for a child will be born to us. A son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. But the good news is that Satan only has a foothold in the government. Amen? And here's why. Because in our government, there is still public debate about the issues. And the key evidence that a stronghold has been taken is when silence is demanded from the, the people and they lose their voice. Hallelujah. And when anytime we lose our voice, hallelujah, we have no say. And that's why we got to be careful on what we say. Amen. So we're going to really get deep into this. And I want you to know that as we begin to talk about what strongholds is, I need you to get your notebooks out because I'm going to be going through this and you're going to be taking notes. So let's just, first of all, just talk a little bit about what strongholds are, amen, and where they begin. So we're going to talk about the what, the where, the how, the when, the who, and the what. What we're talking about, strongholds, footholds, and toeholds, amen. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Amen? See, one of the most successful tactics Satan used against us is building strongholds and footholds and toeholds in our life. So no aspect of our spiritual warfare is more important than learning how to recognize and destroy these strongholds that we're talking about because they do exist and they will cause frustration. They hinder spiritual growth and they cause us to be defeated in our spiritual life. Hallelujah. 
anytime we are defeated in our spiritual life, then we are missing God. We have to understand, first of all, we, the Lord God has given us power. He has given us authority. Amen? But if you don't know the power and authority that you hold, you won't know how to overcome these strongholds. Amen? So you got to be very careful because strongholds will destroy your spiritual growth. Amen? See, Satan's objective is to deceive you and me and cause us to become so blinded that we cannot see that where we are or where we're going. And that sometimes can be so discouraging, frustrating, amen, with trying to overcome what we can't see. We begin to give up. And then when we give up, it allows us to what? Fall away from God. Amen. And when we begin to fall away from God, we're no longer thinking things that are what? Praiseworthy, noble, things that are loving. We're thinking negative. Or we may just think, hey, I'm just a failure. Oh, I'm nothing. That's what Satan wants you to think. We have power over him. We have to watch our words. Because when we speak certain things, we begin to speak those things into existence. And then let me help you. Sin also um, allows us to move in areas that bring strongholds in our life. Amen? Hallelujah. Because when we sin knowingly, knowing that we need to stay away from certain things or stay from speaking certain things, when we begin to put those things into our spirit, what happens is the spirit of God that that dwells in us, amen, how could could the spirit of God dwell properly in us when we're putting so much of negativity within us, amen? That's why Paul began to teach that within us is a force or principle that operates in both the soul and the body. And that is the law of sin in the members. Amen. When you read in Rev, um, Revelation 7, 23, amen. Hallelujah. But Paul was saying this in 2 Peter 1 and 4. Amen. But um, Revelation 7 and 23 urges us to ignore. Hallelujah. Um, the influence of our reborn spirit, which is the one that is, we need to ignore because when we ignore, amen, that reborn spirit, then the spirit of God can begin to what? Be activated because now the spirit is operating on its own. No longer is flesh in the way. A lot of times when we haven't really been reborn again, our flesh gets in the way. Ourself get in the way, and the Spirit of God cannot operate properly. So strongholds begin to uh, form, amen? And when strongholds begin to form, it gets into a pattern of thinking and feeling a negative way, amen? And those negative ways and those patterns become the spirit of rebellion and self-centeredness 
Amen. And that right there is what bursts out the ability for Satan to have time to develop in us something negative. Amen. So that's why it's very vital that when we have been born again, we are new in the spirit. So we have to keep ourselves in a stand and, and abstain from certain things. Amen. But we, we, we understand that the lust of our flesh is when we have a fulfilling or a desire of the flesh and of the mind and whereby nature. Amen. But we have to allow the spirit of God to take over our flesh. We have to allow the spirit of God to take over our desires. Because when the spirit of God take over our desires and our flesh, no longer are we um, being self-centered. No longer is the patterns of rebellious and manipulation being formed. So let's talk a little bit about a stronghold. A stronghold that's over an individual, amen, is something that holds us strong. You have no control over it, amen, and it cannot be sometimes seen, amen, or you just keep doing it and you don't know why you're doing it. That's a stronghold. And a stronghold begins, amen, in, 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 in a certain ways, okay? Let me just talk about a couple ways that how a stronghold begins. First of all, Satan looks for our weaknesses in order to use that as ammunition against us. So when he identifies our weaknesses, he then begins to locate our vulnerability. And those vulnerability areas in our life sometimes can be a difficult situation that we're facing. Maybe our character, maybe our self-esteem, maybe us just feeling like we are failure. Or what about sometimes what people are saying about us, our past situations. You probably feel like, oh, the marriage didn't work. I'm just a failure. I've been married three times and it still don't go right. See, Satan is waiting for you to put those negative words in the atmosphere. Or sometimes we may say, and this is for all parents, you say, oh, you're going to be just like your father. Oh, you're going to be just like your mother. Okay. We know when we say those things, it's not like sometimes it's positive. Because when our child is doing something wrong, we, those are some of the words that we say in the atmosphere. Oh, you're going to be just like your dad because maybe he got in trouble or she got in trouble and the dad always was in trouble. So don't you know right now you are creating, you are creating their I amness, who they're going to become, what they're going to do because you've already lined them up and consider in your mind. Because before you spoke it, it was already in your mind who they were going to become and what they're going to do. And because of these things happening in maybe the father's life or the mother's life, you're saying, oh, you're just going to be like them. Now you're creating a stronghold because now you have given the um, enemy, Satan, ammunition. He got something to go on now. You know he want our seeds. He want our children. He don't want them to go no further than where they are because he know that they're going to multiply. 
So you're just releasing them to him, not even knowing. So you're giving him that ammunition to use it against your child. But at the same time, you know, you got to understand that he also shoot those fiery darts of temptation. Those fiery darts of temptation can be maybe craving for food that you know your doctor told you don't eat. Maybe craving for somebody's husband and you know he's married or somebody's wife and you know she's married or 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 somebody in particular and you're not married but you're craving for sexual desire i'm just saying these are real life things come on now you're craving for the same sex when god did not create us to be or um, marry the same sex he created us to man and one man i'm just saying i'm just i'm just come on strongholds so sexual perversion we're going to talk about all these things as we go through the series, amen, and I'm going to be bringing somebody else on, and we're going to really um, be delivered, because a lot of us don't even know these strongholds is holding us, that's why it's like we're going through a revolving door, keep going back to the same stuff, keep going back to the same vomit, why? Because there's a stronghold holding you, amen, but Satan, he shoot these fiery darts of his temptation, amen, and the thing is, when we disobey and we uh, repent, God is quickly to forgive us and restore us. And that's his promise, according to 1 John 1 and 9. Amen. So if we disobey and continue to sin, now Satan has a right to interrupt. Amen. Because we have given him an invitation to continue his, 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 his way because we're outside of the hedge of protection. We're out of the will of God. So this right here creates a pattern. And this pattern begins to be formed. Amen. And Satan is able to dominate your mind, your body, your spirit. And without you knowing the words that you're speaking, it's not even light. Your words that you're speaking, it's not even light. Your words that you're speaking, it's not even of God. So strongholds begin with rebellion. A stronghold um, begins when we give Satan permission. Because we're giving him permission. Why? Because we're still doing the things that we know is not good. We're giving him permission because we're still saying the things that we know is not good. When you gossip, it's not good. When you sow discord, it's not good, but you continue to do it. So you are giving Satan permission to enter into your lives. Why? Because you are walking in what? Disobedience. Hallelujah. You're walking in rebellion. Amen. And when we permit this, we give him control. And when he, we give him control, he begins to manipulate every situation in our lives and it's like we keep going back through this revolving door. We keep on saying, well, God, why is I keep going through this? Look and see where your hands are. Look and see where your eyes are. Look and see where your ears are. Because evidently, it is some place that it don't need to be. Because you are giving Satan permission to continue to come in and out of your life and illegally influence and harass you amen hallelujah 
and we begin to open that door. See, I got the, I mean, this is truth. We don't teach these things. You know, why? Men and women of God, we have to teach the people these things because they have to have an understanding because this is real. Amen. Although we, we, we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not cornered, but mighty through God to the pulling down of what stronghold, casting down vain imagination, and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing it into captivity, every thought to what? The obedience to Christ. Even though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. But the weapons of our warfare are not cornered, but mighty through God to the what? Pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. When we begin to rebel against God, we're not pulling down strongholds. We're lifting them up. We're not casting down imaginations. We're lifting them up. And we are exalting ourselves high over God. Amen. We give Satan too much permission amen when we open that door to him amen he walks right in and the thing is we're out of the will of god if god will do it um satan will get petition to come in hallelujah but we have the authority to stop every stronghold that tries to go up. We can pull it down. The Bible says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. God bless you. Amen. In Jesus' name. everybody hallelujah so that's how satan is able to come in our lives amen so at the end of the day because god will not overrule our will you know he gave us the will to be us god would not strong on us to do nothing he gave us free will free will so we should not abuse the will that God has given us. Because when we begin to abuse the will that God gave us, then Satan has permission 
and we are permitting him to have control over the power and authority that God has given unto us. Because a lot of times we don't even realize we relinquish our power and authority over to Satan through our words. We begin to speak doubt. We begin to speak unbelief because of our circumstances, because of our life situation, and sometimes because of our character weaknesses. Somebody has made us feel less than, or maybe our self-esteem is not where it needs to be. But we need to watch our words, amen? But like I said, God has given us free will. And because God would not overrule our will, even if he chooses, even if we choose to disobey, God will say, my hands is off. I showed you, if you go this way, I'm going to bless you. And if you go this way, that's not my way, I'm going, it's going to be what? A curse. So blessing and curse. So you know right from wrong. But sometimes we still do wrong. And we know the curse is laying over there for us. Why? Strongholds. Strongholds. When there are so, when the stronghold is so strong over our lives, amen, we begin to lose focus. No longer are we able to um, focus on what we need to do. Amen? That's why it's important not only know who we are in Christ, but we also need to know the power and authority that God has given unto us. And we also need to know our rights and our privileges. And that's what takes me to the next place because I want to make sure I keep everything in line so that I won't confuse nobody. I, I wrote, I took some notes and wrote down some notes. So I want to make sure that I'm going through my notes so that I won't skip nothing. But this, we're talking about the power and authority that God has given us. Amen. Because we cannot dismiss the fact that Satan still holds certain authority because he's the prince of what? Power of the air. Amen. Ephesians 2 and 2. But guess what? He exists. He's real. That's the only um, power, I mean, um, power that he holds is he exists. But he does not have the authority that God has given unto us. He has the right to be in the air because that's where he was sent. And when we begin to release our words into the atmosphere, we're releasing them in the air. So he can take those words. And remember, I said, sometimes we sabotage our own self because the words we speak, the things that we say out of our mouths in a situation sometimes is unbearable. And we human. But I think we become, and we be, you know, down the line, we have to become more mature in what we say. Because we're not going to say a certain thing on our job, because if we do, we're going to get fired. But why in, in, in every other life, every other area in our life, we, we, we just speak what we want. But when it comes to our job or it comes to something else besides this, what we're, we're discussing, it's like we do it anyway. But on the other end, we dare not speak those things at our boss or on our job because we know there's going to be consequences. 
But why don't we take it serious with God? Because there are consequences with God. Because if we're not careful, we're going to become a reprobate. If we're not careful, when it's time for us to go to glory, he's going to say, depart from me, I never knew you. So that is detrimental. Because that means that there's no eternal life for you. You're gone. But when you're able to know who you are, amen, it's just like this. When Adam ate of the forbidden fruit in the um, Garden of Eden, he handed the authority God had given him over to Satan who had kept it from ever since. But at the end of the day, it was Eve that gave him the apple because Satan had already what? Deceived her. But Adam was should have been more mature because God already told him, being the man of the house, being the man of the garden, being the manager of the garden, excuse me, being the owner, <laughs> let's keep it real, the owner of that garden. This the good tree, this the bad tree. Only eat from the good tree. Don't touch the bad tree. I don't care if Eve and her mama, I'm just saying, came and gave you all the fruit. You were supposed to tell them, put it down. But because something got inside of him that made him forget that he was the CEO, that he was the manager, that's how it is with us. We forget the power and authority that God has released to us. And we are CEOs in the kingdom of God. Because God has released unto us the inheritance, have given us the keys, mean that we own everything in heavenly and the earthly realm. And our Father, Holy Spirit that's in us, can show us how to activate the keys that's been given to us if we allow him to lead us. But because of these things, amen. I went there. I know I went there. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm going because these notes is going somewhere. So it's, even in the wilderness, the devil took Jesus up on a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. Come on, now he even did it to Jesus, who is the Son of God, who knows Satan. But at the end of the day, God brought him down as human, flesh like you and me. But Jesus had common sense to know. When he took him up, amen, and he said to him, all these things I'll give you if you will fall down and worship me. Okay, if you don't believe me, it's in Matthew 4 and 8. If you fall down and worship me, we're worshiping strongholds that don't even know. We're worshiping people. We're worshiping money. We're worshiping things. We're worshiping even ourselves. We're worshiping our hair. Excuse me. We're worshiping in our body. We're changing our body parts. We're adding on to our body parts. We're taking away from our body parts. That's worshiping your body. We're we're, we're straightening up our nose. I'm just saying. You know, we feel like we got a crooked nose. We feel like we got a skinny nose. We want to be fat. We got a little lips. We want a little plump. We're worshiping our body because we are, we're taking away how God fearfully created us. And, 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 And worshiping another picture or somebody else, because that's what we're worshiping, because we want to look like, 
I'm just saying, you know, back in the day, they saved Dolly Parton. Remember, she had the big breasts. You know, everybody wanted that. Hallelujah. But at the end of the day, we have to be careful and just be grateful for what God has given us because we begin to worship things of this world. Amen. And he said that if he falls down and worship me. But Jesus did not argue with Satan over the kingdom of the world. But what he did say is this, away with you, Satan, for it is what written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve, amen, Matthew 4 and 10. So he came back with word, and his word was what power, his word was what authority, amen, hallelujah. And because his word was power, and because his word was authority, at the end of the day, Satan had no way of tricking Jesus. Amen. So Satan was defeated. Satan's defeat was complete on the cross. Amen. When Jesus died, hallelujah, he didn't ascend. He first went descended. Then he ascended. Descended to get us the keys of the kingdom of God so that we can have keys to unlock every dark place, every stronghold, everything that would keep us bound from being connected to God. He gave us the master key. He gave us the ability to unlock doors that man can't give you to unlock. Then he ascended. And for those that would worship me, those that would serve me, those that would be truthful to me, I release unto you the kingdom of God. Amen? So Satan was defeated on the cross. But his authority, amen, his power, hallelujah, was not, excuse me, his power was not removed, hallelujah, until the day, the glorious day when Jesus will return and claim, um, when God, when Jesus come back, amen. Because right now he is stuck. He's stuck. He's pent down. But we give him the power to rise up because we speak him back into existence. We think him back into existence. We keep on letting him play with our minds. Amen. See, Satan will be, hallelujah, Satan is already defeated from. Amen. That's why it was, uh, uh, Peter said, Satan, the Lord rebuked you. We can't rebuke Satan, but the Lord God can. Hallelujah. The Lord God have already, what, not only rebuked him, but the Lord God have already, what, destroyed him. So at the end of the day, that's why he says, the Lord God rebuked you. Amen. So we have power over Satan, amen, only in the name of Jesus. No other name, no other way. You got to not just know the name of Jesus. You have to live by and in the name of Jesus. Because you can't just use his name if you're not in relationship with him. You cannot just use his name if you ain't got no close commitment to him you just can't go and just think you're just gonna get what you want just because you saying jesus 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 see you can say that to man and women and they don't they may not never know but god is a god that's all knowing all seeing and a god that's everywhere i'm not floating i'm not missing and i'm not present so therefore because he's the god of knowing god of seeing god of everywhere you can't trick him. So we can say we're in a relationship, but he knows our heart. He knows our mind. 
He knows our spirit. But you have to live in the name of Jesus. Amen. And as we come in his name, meaning in his office, in his stead, we have the authority to command him and paralyze the power of darkness. Amen. But at the end of the day, God loved us so much to give us that power and that authority. He didn't never give to the angels. The angels have to listen to us to tell them where to go. Our angels don't direct us. We direct our angels. Did y'all know that? That's a totally another teaching. Totally another teaching. We have control where we send our angels. We have control what we want our angels to do. Our angels don't control us. Yes, they may be up there saying holy, holy, holy in the presence of God. But God has given man, one man, power more than the angels. And that right there is so awesome. Amen. It says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. Amen. And when God give us power, hallelujah, to, tre- to tre- excuse me, to tread over serpents and scorpions, amen, and all uh, power of the enemy. He didn't just say, okay, I'm going to give you power just to tread over, you know, just serpents and scorpions. What's serpents and scorpions? Serpents and scorpions is those demonic forces against us. Spirits, demonic spirits. Amen? Idolatry. Come on, those are serpents. Come on, scorpions. Come on now, that tongue. Come on, that tail that stings you. Hallelujah. Serpents that bite you. Backbiting. Sowing discord. Amen. Gossiping. The serpent, because the, 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 the serpent has what a tongue. A, a, a snake has the tongue, and if it, and if it gets you, he releases such a dangerous venom. I mean, yeah, venom that will come, and you can die if they don't get you the right what um, antidote in order to stop that um, um, poisonous venom that the um, serpent has released through his tongue by biting you. That's just like gossip. That's just like sore discord, the tongue that takes me to another place, the untamed tongue. See, y'all, we're we, we, we going to, the time is almost over, but um, we're getting there. Because when we get finished talking about the power, we're going to talk about the tongue because I want us to know the difference between the serpent and the scorpion. And he has given us all power over the enemy and nothing shall be any means to hurt you. Nothing. He didn't say, well, some things. Nothing means what, is, what it says. Nothing. I'm in scripture, Luke 10, 19 and 20. It says, behold, I give unto you power. You can't do none of this without the power of the Holy Ghost. You need God's power. Not your own power. Not your own strength. But the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of God. He says, I give unto you power to tread on serpents, those character assassinators, those backbiters, those dis, dis, sword discorders, those gossipers, and the scorpions, those that sting you, they betray you. Come on. They, 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 they use you. Hallelujah. They do all type of vile things against you. They sting you. What scorpions do? They sting Hallelujah. They sting you with their stinger. Uh-huh. And then if they get close, they can clip you, clip you with their little claws. 
So not only could they sting you, but they can also pinch you. Come on now. Pinch you. Pinch you. Oh, it hurts. It hurts me just even talking about pinching and stinging. Hallelujah. And it says, and over all, he says, behold, I give unto you the power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Who is the enemy? Satan. All the power, not some. And even though I've given him power, he's the prince of the air. But not only do you got power, but I've given you authority. So nothing shall be any means to hurt you. So when they come and bite you, when they come and pinch you, when they come and sting you, it won't hurt you. Amen. And it says, notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. They know when you got power because they come with full force. But if you don't know the power that you have, they will overtake you. That's why you got to know the power that's within you. Amen. Now, let's talk about the first curse. When God was walking in the cool of the day, Adam and Eve hid themselves from the presence of the Lord, God among the trees in the garden. Amen. So, living in sin because of eating the forbidden fruit, they were subtly ashamed of what? Their nakedness. Hallelujah. And Adam what? Blamed Eve. Just like we blame our mama. My mama wasn't there. My daddy wasn't there. You know, nobody was there to help me. Nobody was there to raise me. Excuse me. All right. Hello. I'm just saying. I know. Nobody was there to raise me. Hallelujah. And I know how I feel. Okay, Apostle, how do you know? Because I was an orphan. And because I was an orphan, I know what it's like not to have somebody that with your immediate family to raise you. I know what it's like. I've been there. So I understand what rejection looks like. I understand what abandonment looks like. I understand what loneliness looks like. I understand what betrayal looks like. I understand all these things. And even as you grow up, you still want to know why. Why did you abandon me? Why did you leave me? Why did you have us and didn't take care of us? But God will give you the ability to be able to sit down and you talk to maybe your father or maybe your mother or whoever that person was. And when God gave me clarity and I had understanding on why my mom had to do what she had to do, it did not break me. It made me because then I began to know my family background. Then I was able to go and be able to come against every generational curse that lie in my family. If I would not have forgiven my mother or have went back to even find my mother, how would I ever knew what my background was? Then the enemy would have really had a field day with me. You have to know your past. You have to know where your generation come from. You have to know your bloodline because that gives you the upper hand to be able to know how to pray, what to pray, when to pray, where to pray, who to pray, and, 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 and what to pray. So sometimes in life we have to just move away from that and just forgive. See, unforgiveness becomes a stronghold. And anytime the enemy can allow you to walk in unforgiveness and bitterness, and resentment 
and hatred and anger. He got a foothold, toehold, and foothold. He got a stronghold, foothold, and toehold on you. Why? Because you're walking in unforgiveness, you're walking in bitterness, anger, resentment, hatred. Then the next thing you know, all the other spirits come. Jealousy, envy, wrath, murder, and everything else. That's why we have to be delivered. We have to be set free. I know it happened. Yes, it hurt. But after a while, when you grow up, get over it. It happens. We don't cry out buckets. One day, one day, you got to get up out of the rut. It may take you a year, but it may take somebody else five years. And if that's what it takes, okay. But you have to still get up and get out. Because if you keep yourself in that rut, the strongholds is going to hold you down. And when strongholds hold you down, it's like being chained down. And you have no way of breaking free. And then this revolving door continue to stay in front of you. And every year you keep saying, oh, New Year revolution. Oh, I'm praising. I'm going in. I'm going in a new year. And you're doing the same thing. You're with the same thing. You're hearing the same thing. You're speaking the same thing. Hallelujah. So that's when you got to know that, no, I'm not going back through that revolving door that's not bringing me to my purpose and my destiny. I'm going through the door, but I'm not coming back through that same door. Keep going around and around. Enough is enough. And this is it. So you got to be able to know this. Amen. Hallelujah. So even at, at this at the point of the nakedness, amen, he blamed her. Amen. Blame Eve for their disobedience. She blamed the serpent. Amen. You always blame somebody. It's a blame game. Like I said, get over it. First of all, Adam knew he wasn't supposed to eat of the tree. He was the one in the garden. Eve become a helpmate. She only do what she see. He was not in position. He was not in place to even be there to say, oh, don't do it. Even though she knew not to do it. But sometimes your helpmate is the one who helped you not do it. But you've got to have enough common sense. And you got to have enough maturity within yourself to know, don't touch that stove. But if you touch that stove, you're going to get burned. Now, I ain't got to tell you don't touch that stove. You see it's red hot. And you still going to touch it? Now, that lets you know there's a stronghold somewhere. There's a foothold somewhere. There's a toehold somewhere. There's something strong because if you can't see that red stove, if you can't see that out burning, and you're going to put your hand on it, hey, you're blinded. Hey, you have no feeling. Hey, you, you have nothing. Come on. No fear. Well, we must fear the Lord. Amen. So as a result, God placed a curse on Satan, telling him, because thou hast done this, there are curse above all cattle, above all beasts of the field, upon the belly shall they go. So he put him on his belly, amen, and thus shall thou eat all the days of thy life, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between the seed and her seed, and it shall bruise the head, and thou shall bruise his heel. Women, we are God's secret weapon. He gave us the ability to take our heel and bruise Satan. So we could be stumping him back, 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 stumping him. Hallelujah. We keep on lifting him. It says to what? Pour down every, it says pour down, it says right here, the Bible says, um, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 5, it says, For though we walk in flesh, we do not war the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down the strongholds. So when we're pulling down strongholds, we're stepping the devil back in the ground with our heel. Hallelujah. Because he just said that he gave us the ability to what? Bruise the head of satan 
So in these words, we find the promise of redemption that will one day come through the virgin birth of God's son, Jesus Christ. The Savior was to be born through a woman, Mary, not by the seed of an earthly man. Hallelujah. But when God told the devil that his seed would bruise his head, Satan initiated a new plan. He said, I'll keep her seed from ever producing. Huh? So what was his scheme? Come on now. He said, so if I can stop her from giving birth, if I can stop her from being married, if I can stop her from believing that she can have a child, if I can close her womb, I'm going to do everything that I can to close that womb. Because when that womb is open, it's going to multiply. When that womb is open, it's going to produce something. So if I can make her feel less than making her sometimes, you know, go sleep with another woman. Come on now. Another woman can't get you pregnant. I'm just saying. It's a perversion. Stronghold. So he puts that into your mind. Oh, well, that man hurt you over there. He ain't going to never be right. Ain't no good man out here. So you know what? You might as well get with a woman. Amen. She's going to love you like this because she know how to love because y'all both the same sex. The devil is a liar. God did not create woman and woman or man and man. He created woman and man to be together. But the enemy has tricked so many people with the spirit of perversion. Hallelujah. And that's one of the ways he said, okay, since the, um, God said that I'm not going to be able to do this, this is one of the ways that I'm going to be able to get the seed not to produce. That's just one way, y'all. I ain't going all the way in because the time is up. We at that hour. I want to respect the time. But right here, we're going to stop right here. But we're going to talk about the authority that we have over Satan. But Satan has demons, demons that he released, amen, in certain areas when we give him permission. When we give him permission to enter into our lives, those strongholds of disobedience, those different demons that come into our life. Because sometimes in what we say, what we do, where we are, our environment, what we're touching, what we're listening to, what we're seeing. So next week, we're going to talk about the authority over the demon. And then we're going to continue to finish out the um, strongholds beginning with rebellion. Amen. Hallelujah. So may the Heavenly Father, Lord God, I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus that every word, Lord God, that's been released on this evening, this morning, this afternoon, through this series as we're teaching. Hallelujah. God, we just thank you right now for helping us to have an understanding and teaching us, oh God, how to destroy every stronghold, foothold, toehold in our life, and also to come against every diabolic plan of the enemy so that we will not continue to go through revolving doors in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, we just thank you right now. And even as we close right now, God, we're going to close every breach and every hedge in our life. So right now, in the name of Jesus, we close every breach in our life that will give Satan and any demons access in the mighty name of Jesus. And we decree that every hedge broken in our life is restored in the mighty name of Jesus. And we stand in the gap and make up the hedges in the mighty name of Jesus. We repent and receive forgiveness for every sin and iniquity, transgression that has opened any door in our life amen in the mighty name of jesus and right now oh god we ask you oh god to forgive us oh god forgive us oh god of any sin oh god that has opened the door for any spirit to enter or operate in our life in our ministry in our marriage in our children's life in our family hallelujah in our business in our finances in our health just any aspect of where we are in our life, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we decree and declare that we are a rebuilder of the wall and a repair of the breach in the mighty name of Jesus. And we reannounce all crooked speech, 
and all crooked words that would cause a breach in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We destroy all spoken curses and negative words that we have spoken over our lives, over our marriage, over our children, over our ministry, over our business, over our finances, over our health, over any aspect of our life, Lord God, dealing economically, socially, relationally, governmentally, um, educationally, financially, spiritually, hallelujah, environmentally, psychologically, physically, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, and we destroy every spoken curse, every negative word that's been speaking over our life, over our marriage, over our children, over your ministry, over your our business, over our finances, over our health, over every spiritual um, aspect of our life, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, including those authorities in the mighty name of Jesus, we destroy and disannul all ungodly covenants. Right now, we destroy and disannul all ungodly covenants, oaths, and pledges that we have made with our lips, with our mind, with our words, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, and we bind up all breaches right now in the name of Jesus. We command every breach to be stopped now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We command our walls be salvation and our gates of praise in the mighty name of Jesus, and we put on the full armor of God right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, and right now, oh God, we ask you, oh God, and we thank you, Father God, for placing the cloak of humility over us in the mighty name of Jesus, and we decree a hedge of protection around our mind, our body, our soul, our spirit, right now, our family, our marriage, our ministry, our children, hallelujah, our finances, our health, right now, our spiritual aspect and every aspect of our life, our um, our possessions right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, we, Lord God, we turn every curse um, spoken against our life into a blessing. So every curse that tried to come in our life, we speak blessings. Oh, blessings come, blessings come. We receive the blessings, not the curses, the blessings, the blessings. We receive them right now in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. And God, just teach us, oh God, how to pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Teach us, oh God, how to do your will in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, we come to you in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, oh God. Oh Lord of readiness, Lord God, we know that it belongs to you, oh God. And God, we thank you, oh God, that you continue, oh God, to cover us, oh God. Forgive us, oh God, of any sin that we have committed unto you, iniquity, transgression. Right now, we confess our sins and our sins of our forefathers, oh God. We have sinned against you, oh God. We have lived wickedly, oh God, have rebelled, disobeyed your voice, your will, oh God. We have allowed ourselves to be deceived and distracted. We have not walked um, by your spirit in most of the ways, oh God, that you have guided us and taught us and you have showed us all truth, oh God. We ask you, oh God, because of our spiritual immaturity, oh God, that you forgive us, oh God. And Lord God, we just confess right now, repent, oh God, of every sin, oh God, of um, idolatry, oh God, witchcraft, oh God, rebellious, oh God, sexual immorality, oh God, theft, lying, greed, fire, murder, adultery, dishonor, our parents, our loved ones, oh God, unbelief, lack of love, countless of other sins against others and ourselves, oh God. And Lord God, we just ask you right now, oh merciful God, full of grace and mercy, full of love, we ask you, oh God, to forgive us of our sins, cleanse us, oh God, of all unrighteousness. Oh Lord God, hear our prayers, open up our eyes, oh God, open up our ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, oh God, right now, oh God, forgive us, oh God, listen and act, oh God, do not delay on our behalf, oh God, we are your people, oh God, for your name's sake, oh God, break every curse, oh God, that have come upon us, oh God, every curse that have come upon our land, in 
the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God, we bind all ruling spirits of Satan that have sinned and carried out any curse against us in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, your word says, wherever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and wherever we loose on earth will be loose in heaven. So right now, O oh God, we thank you for the free, the souls of men, women, children, boy and girl, O oh God, that you have freed, O oh God, that have been bound by Satan right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for taking every blinder off their eyes right now in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God. And we thank you, O oh God, for sending, O oh God, your angels, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God, from heaven, O oh God, to bind up all of Satan's rulers and spirits that try to control us, O oh God, control, O oh God, every move that you have given unto us right now, O oh God, we cut all the cords of the enemy and we cast them away, and we demand and decree and declare them to be dried up and threw in the hellfire right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, continue to hide us, O oh God, beneath your wings and cover us with your feathers to protect us, O oh God, from the enemy, O oh God. Lord God, we thank you, O oh God, that you will cover us with your feathers and under your wings of refuge, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we just thank you. Hallelujah and thank you, Lord. So um, next week, excuse me, we'll be back here at Biblical Studies and we'll be teaching um, continually with um, destroying strongholds, footholds, toeholds, and also we um, coming against every revolving door of the diabolical plan of the enemy. So um, I pray that you take the notes that I've given unto you because there's going to be some more notes because the scripture that I gave you, I want you to go back and just listen to those scriptures and go back and study as the Lord God gives you insight on what the Lord God is giving you on today. So may God bless you and thank you for joining us for International Outreach Network. I am Lady Apostle. God bless you in Jesus' name. Jesus, hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Lord.